some issues and I know that you just miss him. I got a fever just to see you feeling like a stalker and didn't know I'm really good at making you feel awkward. Okay, so I have a... Another, am I an asshole? Let me just pull up this suicide. Le- Let me pull up this suicide letter from Reddit and then see if it's funny or not. Oh my god! <laughs> I thought this was gonna be a lighthearted. Uh, I was kidding. <laughs> Did you listen to the last episode yet? I'm gonna listen to it. Well, like when I have some free time. This week is like really busy. So they're like working you for your like. They're like, they're, all right, we have her for these last couple of days. We're going to use all the energy possible. It's like as much as we possible, possibly can use from her. Well, that and but also, I mean, I don't have that much to do at work, but like it's all the other stuff. Like I have to, I still have to book Spider's ticket. So that's like stressing me out right now. And then I have to like pick up all these forms like tomorrow. And I think and I still have to clean out my desk. So I just have like a list of stuff to do and on top of that, I have, like, dinners every night, so I'm not really going to get much me time, which I'm really sad about. Oh, <laughs> uh, there's, like, all these shitty trips you got to do, like, to, like, the government offices and yes. sign Oh, my crab. God, yesterday, I took the day off just to run errands. I thought I would finish half, like, at 12 or something. I didn't finish till, like, 7. I started at, like, 10 in the morning, and at 7, I finally got home, and I was, like... This sucks. This is like <laughs> the hardest day I've ever had in Hong Kong. Really? <laughs> yeah, because it was like going, basically going everywhere. And the thing about running errands in Hong Kong, it's like in LA when I used to run errands, you just get in your car and like drive. But here you have to walk everywhere and take the train. And it's just really tiring after like doing it for eight um, hours or whatever. That's what, that's, what, that's what I do in LA. I don't know. Well, speaking uh, for everybody, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I usually, even in LA, I would run like maybe three errands a day, but this was like five. <laughs> so I was really like, I was so tired. But um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'm like, I think mentally I'm just really tired right now. <sighs> so life is pretty crazy right now. Yeah. And I also feel like when I get to Lucerne, I'm going to kind of hit the ground running because then I'm going to have to start looking for apartments and doing all that stuff. So I'm just like, okay, so I won't have time to rest. And I realized my favorite thing to do in life is to rest. (laughs) So yeah, I'm not going to get that. (laughs) It's going to be a a full-on autumn. Yeah. And then when I get there, I'm already worried because... I brought, like, my sweaters and stuff, but I'm, like, I'm prepared for an L.A. autumn, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if I'm ready for Lucerne autumn, which is about the same as L.A. right now, I think. Well, I don't know. Is it hot right now in L.A.? Okay, well, first of all, it was cool for the longest time. Mm-hmm. And then, like, just over this past weekend, it hit, like, 90 degrees everywhere. Oh, so, you know, last episode, we said summer is over, at least on my side. Summer events 2016 is back on. <laughs> it is not over yet. It is the, okay. it is the middle of summer. I am actually going to the beach tomorrow after work. Nice. To go, yep, to go swimming. And yeah, I'm gonna oh, I'm gonna try to do some day drinking. Summer is not over. I, and it, you you're know, like summer is back, and it's just it's kind of nice, right? You take a break, and yeah. then yeah. And it, it, but now it's even better because not only is it summer, there's like pumpkin pie and pumpkin lattes everywhere. <laughs> So you get the best of both worlds. Yeah. So, yeah, I am loving September and the start of October. 
you know, it's a. It's a I don't think Lucerne is quite as hot as it is no, here in California. It's, it's it's like 70s, 60s, which I'm like, okay. It's a, that's a considerable drop from Hong Kong. Because Hong Kong, it's cooling down. There's a breeze now, but, I mean, it's still hot. It's like 80. So, um, oh, by the way, speaking of the end of September, I turned 29. Woo! <laughs> and you know what? I was like, I don't feel 29 at all. I feel mentally 24. <laughs> and it just feels weird to be 29 because it's almost like someone handing me this like because it's like the last year of my 20s. So it's like someone handing me this adult body and being like, here you go. Just do all the stuff now. Do all the responsible stuff. And I'm just like, but I just want to rest <laughs> and do everything tomorrow. <laughs> it's weird. It's I definitely when I turned 28, I felt like, yeah, I'm 28. But it's weird. Turning 29, I, I've never felt the age gap mentally until now yeah so we, we are actually in that two-month gap where we are the same age for two months yeah yeah except except you've been 29 for almost pretty much the whole year yeah and does it how do you feel um you know i actually don't i feel i feel excited that my, about my 30s coming on Mm-hmm. Pretty, pretty much because so I, I, I've been thinking about it because it's like the end of an era yeah. and my tw- and like my tw- I know people always say like oh I'm scared I'm turning 30 but like my 20s were the best decade of my other two decades before mm-hmm. that so far mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in my life like my 20s were easily the best time in my life or so many yes yeah, yeah. so, so many things have happened so many things have worked out for me um, I've just had met so many friends had so much so much fun um the darkness wasn't as bad as in my teens and it was, yeah, it was good. So like, I only think it's going to get better pretty much. I'm excited. And, you know, even this year alone has been a huge year for growth for growth for me. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I just foresee like next year just being better. Can't imagine it being going downhill. Knock on wood. Well, I feel like, let's say, I'm not saying it's going to go downhill, but even if something were to happen, I feel like mentally, like, because I feel like the 20s, it's really shaped you, right? And I feel like yes, um, because it's so much growing, I feel like you've become a stronger version of you, a more confident version of you. So even if something were to happen, I feel like you would be able to handle it and not like fall into like 15 year old Vince, you know what I mean? Oh, totally. <laughs> like you will, you will never end up there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, pretty much my, my, like, my motto that I've taken on over like, this past couple of weeks is like, whatever happens will happen. Mm-hmm. And, and when you just think about that, when shit's stressful, just whatever happened will happen. Whatever happens will happen. You just feel everything go away because, you know, you're not trying to take, you're, you can't control life. So you're in a way, you're just letting things happen. Mm. And I, I, that takes off a lot of pressure and anxiety. So, oh, okay. Because I was just thinking right now, I was like, I've been more anxious lately. I think because there was so much, like, change happening. And suddenly I feel like I need to control something. So I feel like that motto, like, I used to think like that. And I forgot about it. So I think um, I'm going to try to adopt that for the next period of my life. Because, yeah, like, I think um, really there there's so much you can... I feel like when you want to control things, it's because you feel so out of control, but it's not like you controlling something will make, if things are going to happen anyway, they're not going to make so much of a difference. 
Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, and yeah, the idea that you could control anything is an illusion. Like just let life happen. Yeah. And um, I mean, just to, to a certain extent, because I just realized like to this time around moving like last like when I first moved from home to L.A., like I, there was less to prepare for. So I didn't really have to like do much like I didn't have to like go to the tax office and reclaim things. And I feel like this month, even though I'm doing it, like I realized I planned it kind of late. So once again, everything's like last minute and it's pretty stressful. So I feel like if you kind of just plan, but I feel like planning, maybe planning is different than controlling. Maybe. Maybe. Though, I don't know. I seem to remember, I don't know. I, I, I just, I, I just, just wouldn't worry about it. Just do everything you got to do. Just, I mean, you know, like, cause when I left Hong Kong, I did all that, you know, government office stuff on the, in, like literally in the last week too. Oh, okay. And I just went, I was like, all right, let's do it. Just get it all done. Taxes and going back and forth because some form was messed up, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and then, you know, I, it, 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 and even then there were some fuck ups. Like even after I left the country, I had to keep emailing the HR at the company to make sure I get my money and checks and things were happening. So, you know, it all, everything will work out pretty much. That's true. Like, cause yeah, cause even though I was like, you know, I want to plan more this year, but I was like, but when I came last time without a, a clue, things still, I got an apartment, you know, like I was, I got a bank account. I was still fine. So even then, like, because this time around, I keep, I'm trying to like plan ahead for everything, like trying to find an apartment before I'm even there. And I realized, well, I can't really do anything here. You know, like no one wants to see me right now. Cause obviously I'm not there. So it's kind of like at the end of the day, I have to really just go there and then see what happens. Yeah. And it's going to be a new adventure. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, so, so you're literally leaving on the last, this week. I'm leaving on Saturday. So my days here are so numbered. Um, yeah, I, I'm going to try to see if I can get the, like, come in on a Friday just to clean my desk and then leave. Because <laughs> I'm like, what am I going to do on Friday? Like, you know. <laughs> so what is the last hangout you're going to have in Hong Kong? Who are the last people you're going to hang out with? So I think the last people I'm going to hang out with is B. Oh, cool. Because, okay. because we were supposed to have dinner on Thursday, but then now everyone wants a final James concert on Thursday. So I think that's happening. And then I decided, I was like, well, then I'll push the dinner. No, no, no. Actually, I take that back because I think the last person I'm going to hang out with is Gustav. Oh, cool. Because he has spider. That's, that, well, oh, okay. Well, I was gonna say with, with B, that would have been mirroring because she was the last person I hung out with when I moved. Exactly. Yeah, but also at the same time, like I feel like Gustav is very fitting because he was like, besides me, he was like one of your best friends that you met there, and then he and then he's from like that part of the world, and you're going to that part of the world. He was actually essential yesterday. So I was running all my errands and he was with me the whole time, which I was like, it was just so helpful having this because I have a tendency to freak out. So I had this like moral support there. So I felt like I was like doing stuff and he pushed me because there were times where I'd be like, I'll just do this tomorrow. And he would be like, no, just get it done today. You know, and I was like, OK, so he. Damn, I felt like, yeah. And he's yeah. been like he's been seriously helping me so much with spider and everything. So I'm glad like my final hangout will be with him. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that's going to be Saturday and then, and then, and then it's over. <laughs> do you, so do you have your final Hong Kong meal planned out? I don't, I almost want to see, 
Because yesterday I was like planning what I wanted for dinner. And I was like, yeah, I'm totally going to have Korean ramen, you know. And then once the time came to and I was starving, I was like, you know what? No, I want something. I want something uniquely Hong Kong. And so I realized, like, I think I won't know until the time comes. Yeah, it has to be good, too. Yeah, because you think about this. You're going to be in the least you're going to be living in the least Asian food country that you've ever lived in ever. You know, I went to that udon place two days in a row. <laughs> and I, I want to ask my friend if we can go. I basically want to eat so much udon that I become sick of it. So I don't miss it for like three months. You know what I mean? Oh, that's and not going to work with you. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you never know. Because I'm already kind of like, fuck, I have to get udon again. But I'm uh, kind of like, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to keep eating it until I hate it. No, actually, no. You know what? I don't want to do that. Yeah. I don't want to do that. No, no. I don't want to hate it because I, I can do it, it. It can happen where instead of getting sick of it, I just hate it and never want to eat it again. And I don't want that to happen. True. I'm already kind of sick of it now. So, okay. <laughs> All right. Cool. Glad we established that. <laughs> uh, um, so let me see. So it's, it's going to be a shorter episode. We have a email from the Penguin Ninja. Okay. Should we um, read it? Or do you want to talk about your asshole? Or should we? I don't know. What oh, I, I was just joking. I have no. I have no. Am I new? Am I an asshole? Wait, are you serious? Yeah. Or did you? Or did you? Like, ha- do you have one? And you were like, based on my reaction, you were like, oh, just kidding. No, I was planning on, on saying, oh, I have a suicide letter to make fun of. Oh my god! I, I totally to believed you. I totally believed you. And I was like, Vince, <laughs> Vince, you're going down this road of I, you're turning into an asshole. <laughs> this point but um okay cool i'm glad uh, there is no no i did like reading like a story on reddit and like doing that and and but i think i will only do that when something on reddit catches my eye i won't like look for stuff to you know to um <laughs> to see if you're an to, asshole yeah you know stuff to expose on the podcast <laughs> the fact that you're do if if you start doing that then it's like it's just the fact that you're doing that you're an asshole <laughs> Reddit's anonymous anyway, so it's not, but... <laughs> but you're actively looking for stories yeah. to exploit. <laughs> and it, inevitably, I feel like I'm going to... You're going to bring out a story, and I'm going to be like, actually, I can relate. <laughs> <laughs> Every single time. <laughs> okay. Uh, Let's talk about the, the email. Okay, let me just pull it up. Um, so this was actually from a while, um, from September uh, 3rd. Okay, so that was right after the previous episode. Yeah. Okay. So from the Penguin Ninja, who, by the way, guys, he has his own podcast now. Yes. Um, so you guys should listen to it. It's you very, check it's, out. It, you know, it's like similar to ours. It's just him and a friend Skyping and talking about life. I think it's now it's him and two other friends. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So they're doing, but it's similar where they're like, in different parts of the country and they're escaping. Two so. friends. Oh, yeah. so, he, so he's up in the ante already. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so guys, whoever, if you want to check out the Penguin Ninjas podcast, check it's out. It's PSA, Passing the Time. And you can find it on iTunes. So yes. yeah. Give them a review and five stars and us too. Us first, yeah. and then, and then yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so, <laughs> right, so the Penguin Ninja's um, email. And we should write to his podcast, too. Yeah, uh, I, been, yeah. I wrote to his last one. I haven't listened to the latest episode, but I've been writing. Okay, cool. Um, okay, so why were you chasing bears in the forest? This is based on my last story of my trip in Yosemite in 2011, um, which up until this point 
was the greatest year of my life. Um, anyway, so 2011, when my, when my cousins and I and a bunch of kids were chasing bears in our campgrounds, um, it was fun. And those bears were on our turf. And it was, you know, it's just one of those, it was a very, I don't know, it felt like a very, like, almost like a scene from a Wes Anderson movie where a bunch of kids were just chasing something. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Like, it would have just been one long wide shot from the side and all that's like chasing them in the dark. <laughs> to like some music, like, like something like that. <laughs> and maybe like it's, Bill Murray with like a cigar just watching. It's like, why were you chasing bears? It's like, why not? Yeah. I mean, why was I not chasing bears? Now, what do you do when you do camping? I mean, everybody chases bears. <laughs> yeah. I personally would not do that, but um, yeah. <laughs> Oh, I did go camping recently. Oh, cool. Where? Yeah. I actually, I went to um, Sai Kung. So it was two weekends ago. And um, we, it was very strenuous for me because when I go camping, what I like to do is I like to go to the site, set up everything, and then sit mm-hmm. for like two hours. And then maybe go to, an if it's a beach, just go to the beach for a little bit, but come back and just sit by the fire. So this, for me, was very strenuous. Like, we had to, in order to, like, so to go to the campsite, we had to hike for, like, two kilometers. I don't know how much that is in miles. It was, like, a 30-minute hike. Not difficult, but we had to do it, like, five times because we wanted to go to the beach, so we have to hike all the way back. And then once we got to the beach... This is the best part, which I'm so glad that this is the one good thing when you go with an active person, they really push you to do stuff. Because um, one of my friends and I, we we were more of the lazy ones. We were like, let's just sit on the beach. And the other guy was like, no, let's kayak. Let's kayak and it, it'll be worth it. So we kayaked to another smaller beach where there was like no one there and then we like went swimming in the water we saw starfish we picked up the starfish we made them make out and then it was really crazy like and then we like it was and there was it was nice because there was no one there the water was warm and then fish were jumping out of the water you know it almost looked like we weren't not at the beach, more on, on a lake, which was really cool. And then we kayaked to this area that looked like Jurassic Park because it had this like huge, like kind of like a, a like research lab with like huge bridges and everything. And it was it was really nice, um, and it was it was fun. But I think my next camping trip, I would like to sit sit around and do nothing. Were you humming the Jurassic Park theme song? I did. Well, I kept saying, welcome to nice. Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Oh, so I went to Universal with Seijin a couple of weeks ago. Oh, yeah. And, um, yeah, we went to Universal. We went on Jurassic Park to ride. It was, like, your first time as a kid. And it was, that ride has not aged well. Yeah. Oh, all. my God. Like, I didn't. So I never went on it. So I was, when I went last time, I was so excited because I was like, Oh, finally, I can go on this ride I've been wanting to go on for 20 years. And then you go on it, and you're like, oh, my God. It's, it's this bad. <laughs> like, little squirts of water and, like, dinosaurs, like, <laughs> It doesn't even look real at all. It's like, arr, yeah. Arr, arr. yeah. Oh. I kind of like it, though, because it's kind of like this odd... Now it's become like this weird cheap theme, like theme park ride that you would see like in the middle of nowhere, <laughs> and it's just like odd and creepy. But you kind of want it to be there because it freaks little kids out how shitty it is. Yeah, like yeah. this is <laughs> the opposite of modern. <laughs> yeah, totally. 
Uh, okay, so back to the letter. Mm-hmm. So this is about um, talking about Dungeons and Dragons and that show, Harming Quest. Mm-hmm. Okay, wow, this is so long ago because I finished that show so long ago. Okay, if Dungeons and Dragons were like Harmon's Quest, I would get into the game. The, anima- the animated part, I mean. I need that visual. I can't be rolling dice the entire time. When virtual reality and D&D get together and have a baby, it will go crazy with popularity. And being a dungeon master seems like a lot of work. Dude, you got to use your imagination. I feel like virtual reality and Dungeons and Dragons is basically a world of Warcraft. But Dungeons and Dragons is not, is like completely imagined it's in your head. Yeah. So I think that's the thing. Like that's, it's like, that's the experience like of, yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's the challenge, but I think that's what makes it fun. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I think so. Penguin Ninja, have you played it before? And like you said, you can't be rolling dice and, Maybe you just had a crappy dungeon master who wasn't really good. You have to find the right dungeon master who will get you immersed in the storytelling. You know, it's like a campfire story that you get into, but you're part of the adventure. Yeah. Oh, my God. I really want to play. (laughs) I know. Me too. I still haven't done it yet. (sighs) Dungeons and Dragons. I laughed at the Visa MasterCard joke. It was hilarious. Do you remember that joke? <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners who don't know what we're referring to, uh, pretty much Paige was having trouble getting her work visa to move to Switzerland next month. And I made a joke saying, well, why don't you, if you can't get Visa, get a MasterCard. <laughs> uh, do you do you think I'm so funny? Do you, do, you, do you think when you get old you want to have everyone around trying to party? I feel being old and introverted and being forced to party is some tenth level of hell. Hmm. I'm. I disagree with you. Well, for me, okay. like I feel like like I was just talking to my friends about my dream funeral. <clears throat> So for my funeral, I want it to be a big party. Um, But again, it's with like, I realized, okay, so I had for my birthday, I rented out a tram and I got about 20 people on the tram and um, it was really fun. I was, of course, the most drunk. Um, (laughs) But I realized when it's a party where I know everyone, like I love to party, like because it's not really because it's about me. Okay, maybe mostly because it's about me, (laughs) but like. Like when you know, when I know everyone, I just feel the most comfortable, and I feel comfortable getting drunk with everyone. And I was like entertained. I was giving speeches, you know, whatever. But I feel like when I enter a party where I don't know everyone, like if it's like almost like a networking event or something, then that to me is like torture. So if it's like if if I'm old with my friends, like with my core group of friends, I want to party twenty four seven. But yeah. if it's like you're asking me to go party with some random old people. Like, I don't think so. <laughs> Actually. <Yeah. laughs> so maybe I don't totally disagree with you. <laughs> so, wait, so what you're saying is pretty much your, your philosophies on partying will be the same being young or old. Yeah. I don't foresee. In fact, that's something in my 20s I learned about myself that I love to party and you know, with old, the right people. And old people still like people. Old people keep the party going. I mean, just look at the country you're leaving now, Hong Kong. You have people like in Yamate, old people drinking and karaoke until like, you know, past midnight. So people could party as old people with their friends until they're dead. Yeah, I just feel like when you're old. 
who gives a shit, right? Like, who cares if you have to go to bed at a certain time? Like, I'll go to bed when I want to go to bed, you know? Yeah. Like, I'll wake up when I want to wake up. Like, and at this point, like, you don't care about what everyone else is doing in the world. Like, it doesn't matter. So it's almost like being old is the time to really party. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the time. Yes. <laughs> so speaking of my dream funeral, it... Well, there, I want it to be the Dumbledore-style funeral, so I want everyone to, at one point, raise their wands to me. <laughs> I want to make sure everyone's having fun, like, no one's crying. Well, you can cry if you want, but, you, like, I want people to do stand-up. Like, I told, I already asked, say, Jane, can you do, like, stand-up at my funeral? And then, um, and then I want, like, maybe a theme. Like, you know what, fuck it, I'm gonna make it a theme party. Everyone has to come dressed up as something. And then, um... The rule of the party is you have to party. Hard. Like, you can't sit there and be sad. Like, you have to party. And if you don't, my ghost will come and haunt you. And not in a good way. Yeah, because you didn't party at the I'll be watching. Yeah. Um, I want to do stand-up, too, at your... Uh... Yeah, can you do that? Like, seriously, yeah. everyone has to do stand-up. Yeah. Uh, speaking of comedy, like in stand-up, I've been watching um, Louis from the, the Louis C.K. show. Oh, yeah, he's great. What a fucking amazing show that is. Oh, um, I haven't seen the show yet. Yeah, like he's such. I mean, his show is all about being awkward and trying to be positive through it. And uh, you know, he's half Mexican, half Jewish too. Yeah. Fucking mm-hmm. love it I, now, and he's bald. I mean, I can't. I love this guy. He's who I want to be, except maybe not as fat. But that's it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and like, yeah, like um, I would highly. You should watch. You should just watch it. Just it's okay. amazing. I watch it every morning before work. Mm. So you I'm, do. What time do you, do you like wake up like two hours before work? I wake up at seven. And you have to get to work at what? Uh, like between like nine. Okay. Tangent, but that's actually something I really want to do in my new adult life. Like wake up, like not like tw- twenty minutes before work. Before you have to leave. Yeah, because I mean that's pretty much Hong Kong. That was for me. But I was like, you know, I'd like to wake up early, have a coffee, like, I don't know. Yeah, watch a show. Because every time you're like, I watch this before work. I'm like, wow, you have so much time to like. (laughs) But isn't it nice? I can imagine it's nice. Like you can kind of get through your morning and like be like have watch something and then be inspired. It might inspire you for the rest of the day, you know, like versus waking up and being like, fuck, okay, got to just get through all my morning routine so I can get to work on time. Yeah. Which is stressful. Yeah. It, it makes things easy. Like, okay, so I get up, I wake up at seven, I leave the door by eight, I get up, um, I'll, you know, I'll try, I'll like, brush my teeth. Um, I'm trying to work out in the morning, so I do like 40 push-ups. Wow. Um, okay. And then I take a shower real quick, uh-huh. um, hot shower first, wash myself, and then I end it with a cold shower uh-huh. for my face to wake me up. And cold showers are really good. It really, it, it kind of snaps you out. And it actually puts puts it gets you positive feeling like cold showers. Mm-hmm. If you if you wake up feeling sad, it kind of like showers kind of shock your system. Wow. Okay. And then after that, I turn on Louis and I start getting dressed slowly while I'm watching oh, okay. it. And then and then I, I leave and then I leave. That sounds nice. Yeah. I really like that. Like, cause I was talking to my sister recently, and she's now so she before was the same as me, where she would like I don't know, like wake up. 30 minutes before she had to leave or whatever and then the, over the summer she started teaching at, at a summer camp and it was a lot more um like routine where you have to wake up early and plan the lessons and stuff so now she's waking up three hours before she has to go to work but she's 
it's really similar where she like, you know, takes her time getting ready and she like does whatever she wants in the morning and then feels like, you know, like it, it feels like, I don't know, just, I think that it like, you feel like, you know, you control the start of your morning and I feel like versus when I wake up, I feel like I don't know when I'm going to wake up every day is a, <laughs> is a random time. And I always, I do feel out of control, which I don't like because you're just like, I'm probably gonna be late. You know, I don't know. It's just like, that recurring feeling so that's my one of the first things i'm gonna buy when i move is a coffee machine <laughs> i think having a set bedtime is good too like i make so, oh, yes. so i wake up at seven yes. so i make sure to go to bed between 12 and 12 15 no okay. matter what so i get like a solid seven hours um okay. sometimes maybe like i'm trying not to go out as much in the middle of the week mm-hmm. so it might i might break that like once a week or twice mm-hmm. a week where i go to bed later but even then, but I, I'm like most of the week during the week, I'm trying to go to bed by like midnight. So I realized being an adult is about doing things when you don't want to do them. I think I read that somewhere or something, but I was like, oh my God, that's so true. Because I fight with my bedtime because I'm like, I'm always like, you should be in bed by 11. But then like, I'll like not want to go to bed <laughs> and then I'll like stay up and then, then I'll get like shitty sleep and then I'll wake up late. And I'm like, why did I do that to myself? And then the cycle repeats, you know, and then I realized you have to like go to like you ha- like I don't want to sleep, but then you have to because yeah. you need that. Like for me, actually, I need eight hours. So I need that eight hours so I can wake up on time, you know, and get to work and stuff like that. And then that's when that's something I'm actually still coming to terms with, like trying to get myself to go to bed, which I don't know why it's so hard. <laughs> Well, you know, it took me towards the latter half of being 29 to figure it out. So maybe you'll figure it out within the next eight months. Okay. That sounds actually really hopeful. Let me be, <laughs> let, let me be your benchmark. Okay. Okay. I feel, you know what, like that it makes me feel good because I'm like, I'm just like, it's like a breast. I feel like it's almost like dealing with a child, you know, when you have to tell a child go to bed and they're like, no. <laughs> and actually I feel like that when I was a kid, when my mom would put me to bed, I don't know, she put me to bed at eight. And then she'd, I'd get into my room and then I would just like not sleep. And then I would go out and, and we used to have this like cage between the bed, like it's not a cage, but it's like, you know, those a like, baby cage. Yes. And I would just watch my parents watching TV because <laughs> I just didn't want to sleep. And I just feel like, wow, I'm, I guess I'm just my whole life. I've just not wanted to go to bed. So it's almost like, how am I going to train myself now? It's like teaching an old dog new tricks, which it's possible. I've taught an old dog new tricks. So it is possible. It just takes a lot more effort. And yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. One thing that helped me a lot was uh, my job telling me I have to start showing up at a certain time. Uh, so your <laughs> job was like, wait, were you coming in late? Were they kind of like, oh, you're late? Or they're just like, oh, can you come in like now at this time? Yeah, at first they didn't care. But now they're having like all these official new HR things happening. So oh, it's okay. becoming more like a regular company. <laughs> oh, okay. So, but um, so I guess that's what forced me is when someone told me I have to start doing it. But you, you know, know, it's funny that restriction actually helps. It actually, yeah. you know, it, it, that, that, that little touch of discipline. And they didn't demand it. They, they didn't do it in a mean way. They just asked. They said, hey, we need, could you guys do this? Like that discipline was enough, is enough to be like, all right, I got to get out. You know, that totally didn't work for me because every time my boss, I've gotten called out like you were coming in late and I'd be like, fuck, okay. So then the next week I come in on time or at the time they want and then slowly I just like push it 
and they don't care. And I think, honestly, not to blame them, it's me to blame, but I was like, not having that strict deadline, you do kind of like, you push it. I don't know, I do it. And yeah, so, it regresses. Yeah, so I told myself, okay, I'm starting a new, basically, even though the same company, I'm like, new team, new, new everything. I, I don't want them to know me as the person who comes in late. Because here, I'm known as the person who comes in late. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't want that, you know? So I need to really train myself now to not do that. Cue the Rocky montage. Dun, 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 yes. dun. <laughs> da, da. Okay. Is it? Should we go back to the you, letter? You, you need the eye of the tiger page. The oh, eye, yeah. You have the eye it's of the tiger. Let's remember eye that. Eye of the tiger. tiger. Yeah. Okay. Think of um, Apollo screaming at you on the beach. I do. I do need that. Mm. I need to rewatch the Rocky series and get pumped up. <laughs> I know. You have to watch all of them. Rocky through Creed. All yes. of a sudden. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Uh, um, that would be a good time. Um, okay, see, okay, party. Okay, so this is where's the end of the letter. Um, I was going to call in to say my piece about me and my mom's relationship, but I'll stick to typing. It's not the best growing up with her, especially after going to college and dealing with that stretch. Uh, sorry, and dealing with that stress as well as her judgment took a big mental toll on me and distancing myself until I could deal with it and not have it so emotionally affect me. Our relationship may still not be the best, but I feel it has gotten better for me and how I interact with others. Um, you know, I just feel like mothers could be really pushy. And one nice thing is when you, when you live far away with them is you can set boundaries with them. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I think we both, Paige, both dealt with that with our moms and, you know, yeah. and setting boundaries, like, you know, it's like, hey, I'm, you know, Back off. Back off. And, you know, at the end of the day, like, I know there are parents, but they're also people. So you're, you're like, dealing with an, a person, you know? And sometimes they get on your nerves. Like, there were times in my life where I was like, you know what? I don't like my mom as a person. I mean, now I do. Um, but it happens, you know? And I think, especially now that they're not, like, taking care of you and stuff, like, you have, I feel like you have every right in the decision to be like, you know what? This is not good for me mentally or whatever, my, my well-being. So I'm going to put some distance between us. I feel like, I think we've talked about this before, but we're all about creating boundaries. Boundaries are healthy. They're good for you. And if you have to do that, like, even if it's your mom or your dad or whatever, like, yeah, do it. Bam. Um, and that is the end of the letter. So, Paige, um, it's a 40-minute podcast now. Mm. So I guess that's like about 15 minutes shorter than our usual. Um, would you say it's a good time to wrap it up? Um, I was just thinking right now because I'm just sitting here. No, actually, I should go. Because I was like, why don't we just go for the full hour? But then <laughs> I, have to, I have to make Spider's appointment and I have to eat lunch. My stomach is growling. So, yeah, you're right. Let's do this. Okay, uh, let's Oops. do a... Oh, this, sorry. Hold this, on. This, okay, what? Okay. Oh, my thing paused. Okay, yeah. And it's back. Okay, let's do a Michael's Musings real fast. Okay. Uh, let me see. There's a really funny one. A couple weeks ago. Oh, okay. This, this might have actually been a repeat because it's from his memories from two years ago. And it's from September 8th, 2014. Oh, no, I don't think we're podcasting. I don't think it'd be a repeat because we didn't... We didn't podcast two years ago. 2000? No, September 8th. I w that was like my last month in Hong Kong. I was still... We were podcasting. But, we probably but started. We, but we didn't do Michael's music. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. 
So this was a shared memory from September 9th of September 8th, 2014. It's about masturbation. Just so you guys can have the visual. <laughs> Michael's musings the part where we read his musings on life from his Facebook. Oh, gracious comrade. You sit, <laughs> you sit across my room and scream at me with the combined voices of a thousand dead seeds. A thousand games of catch that will never be played. A thousand first days of school that will never come. You're, you're a little graveyard in my own private space. A thousand, a thousand baby caskets overlooked. Come rag, come rag. You ask for nothing yet. At one point, desired it all. You are the ever-growing rose hills of my sanctuary. <laughs> That's a cemetery for, in San Gabriel Valley. Um, and although wasted potential, I appreciate ya. And that is Michael's musings. I think Michael's the most, like, I've never met someone so open about <laughs> masturbation in my life. Like, as he posts these as his, I've, this is, I think <laughs> recently or maybe the last month, like, I think there were several posts about masturbation. And I was just like, he just posted it to, like, his Facebook. <laughs> uh, well, you know, if, you know, sometimes, if, you know, if they can't do it right, you gotta do it yourself. I guess. <laughs> Uh, all right, so um, this has been episode 56. Uh, all right, guys, keep it awkward. Yeah.